Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Mental Shift, and I am your host, Michelle Moross. If you have found this podcast, you're like, how in the world did I find this lady? Well, one, you're lucky. Two, you're on the right place. Three, the universe wanted you here. What we do on Mental Shift is we talk to amazing people, well, who just kind of stumbled into something where they noticed that there was a need in the world. They went, you know what? I'm shifting to what what I was doing to what I want to do for the world. And it always... It's always amazing to hear the different stories and how different people have come about their shifts in their lives. Well, today I have a new friend of mine. Her name is Amber Furman, and I met her during the whole COVID lockdown on a Zoom call. And we connected, and then I heard about all these great things she's doing, and I said, you need to come on my podcast. So please welcome Amber Furman. She is well, the head of the Success Development Solutions Group. And she also has a podcast called More Than Corporate. It's the More Than Corporate podcast. So look that up. And if you are sitting around, you're like by your computer and you want to Google her, go to www.morethancorporate.com. Exactly how it's spelled normally, morethancorporate.com. Just don't put any spaces. Please welcome my friend, Amber. Thank you so much, Michelle. That was so nice. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I'm glad you're with me. Now, I'm, I'm curious, what, what were you doing before uh, you started Success Development Solutions, and why did you develop this? Why did you put this together? So I'm actually a practicing attorney, and I still run and operate my law firm. So I do that as well as Success Development Solutions. I practice immigration and criminal defense in Las Vegas and absolutely love what I do. I just felt like based upon my experiences and my story that there was a need to talk about your own definition of success, a need to talk about climbing the right mountains, a need to talk about figuring out what it is that you actually want out of life rather than what society wants you to have. And those just come from my own experiences of feeling like I was never enough for success. Like I, no matter how much I had, I never felt successful. And it wasn't until I really dug down and asked those questions, what does success mean to me, that I started to really be able to define where I wanted my life to go. And so I love my law firm. I love what I do. It's taken a little bit of a different path. And then I opened and founded Success Development Solutions as well. And I love it because uh, at, when you go to the website, it says finding fulfillment, define success and living your best life. And that is one of the other reasons I wanted you on because I'm always telling people, be the best version of you, you know, grow yourself. If you don't, if you think you don't have enough education, then get the education. If you think you need a certificate, get the certificate. If you don't have the money to do it, then go on YouTube. Somebody's showing it. Someone's teaching it. So be the best version of you. And we, we aligned on that. And you're coming from a different angle because you're in the law world. You've seen it. And being, I mean, when we hear lawyer, we think high success, but as you said, even in your mind, no matter what, how many levels of success you have, that inner critic in you will say, yeah, that's not enough. I don't know how you got here. You don't deserve it. And that is the magic of, you know, having a mastermind and having people together and learning about, you know, wait a minute, you are awesome you know, uh, you're really good at that. And I'm, I can't do that. Can you help me? And that, that raising of awareness in, in people is such an amazing thing. And as I said that, I just realized you have something really important happening on July 1st. What is that? I do. 
So before I tell you about that, let me touch on something that you just said, because I think that it's so powerful. And I want to add to it that you don't always need that certificate. You don't need somebody to teach you. Like so much of it is just digging in and figuring it out yourself. So if you think I, I, I don't know how to do this, then welcome to the Entrepreneur Club because none of us know what the hell we're doing until we figure it out. So um, I definitely wanted to add that in. And then I also wanted to say that like it went as far, and I'm sure that some people can resonate with this. I'm the first person in my family to go to college. I went on to law school. Like Everybody sees me as this academic success and I was working as an attorney. I was making six figures. And when people would tell me how successful they thought I was, like it would almost make me angry. I would feel so much shame because I knew that I wasn't what I considered a success, that I had this like physiological anger reaction. And so, you know, it's that not being able to figure out what you said about why are people saying this about me? Because I certainly don't feel successful. Like that manifests itself and just holds you back. So I really wanted to touch on that um, and just really emphasize that because I think it's so important. Well, I'd like to go back to it because same with me. I, people see me and they do, oh my goodness, Michelle, you're an international speaker. You're an author. You've got a podcast. You've been around the world. You've been doing this. And they see me so much bigger than I see me. I mean, I, I don't have any insecurities anymore. I've worked through that. But I remember that first time I heard that, I went, no, yes. I'm just me. Well, you've got this and this. Can you help us? Can you do this? I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm just me. I'm, I'm like a duck. I look really calm on the top, but my legs are going, on the bottom, going what am I doing? What am I doing? And so it, it doesn't matter what level you're at. Remember, and, and, and that's, I wrote my books about it, is whatever you feel you need, is inside of you already. It's yes. there. And that, 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 that feeling of needing is just that need wanting to come out. And all you have to do is start working on that to help pull it out of you. I mean, I've always wanted to be a stage singer, a stage actress. I've always wanted to perform. And I, I thought, well, I can't do that because, you know, I, I've never went to, I didn't go to Juilliard. I, and I would pull all these things down of why I couldn't. Well, I also love to inspire people and love, uplift people. I'm already on stage, I'm already <laughs> doing it. But in my mind, it wasn't the same. It wasn't, it, I wasn't successful because I wasn't, you know, belting out, you know, summertime <laughs> on a stage, you know. Which and, you clearly should, you have a beautiful voice. I do it in my talks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's so crazy about it is, I, I wrote a whole book about, you know, like, overcoming you. It's all about yeah. the inner critic inside of you because, what I found in my 51 years of life is that whenever you're feeling self-doubt, whenever you're afraid, it's not your inner critic telling you, don't do it. It's your inner critic saying, how much do you want it? Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll push back on that just a little bit and say that that fear that's within us, like that, that voice in your head that says, I can't do this, it's not, I'm not good enough for this, like that is like that person loves you more than anybody else and they just want you to stay safe but that person's idea of safe is only what you know the unknown is scarier than so much so i've always said that we'll stay in an uncomfortable place that we're not happy where we're almost miserable until the fear of staying in that spot is stronger than the fear of the unknown exactly. that fear of the unknown is terrifying and so that little voice, like, thank it for loving you 
and then push it aside and tell it that you're going to do this anyways, because it isn't necessarily trying to hold you back. It's trying to keep you safe and to it safe is what's known. So, um, it took me a long time to realize that. Yeah. Well, no, not, not as long as it took for me. I mean, you're much younger. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I call it your inner toddler. I say, embrace your inner toddler. Yes. That's what your brain is. Your brain knows its safety point from what you have experienced. Yes. The toddler in you had no prior knowledge. So the toddler in you would do cookie on the shelf. I'll figure it out. And they would just, you, you, the younger version of you would just do it. So I would say, if you want a goal, if you want to reach that cookie in your new life, you know, as you get older, embrace that inner toddler, the one who doesn't fear, the one who says, oh, really? Watch me. You know, that, that in mentality, because if you leave a toddler in a room with a cookie in the top shelf and you say, don't get that cookie, that is not for you. The toddler will find a way to get that cookie, sit down on the floor and be eating the entire box before you come back 30 seconds later. I mean, but as adults, we do, well, you know, Amber never did that. So, you know, Amber's different. She's better than me. So she could do that, but I, I, I can't do that. And so we, as adults, once we hit teen years, we start comparing ourselves to someone else. When we were toddlers, we compared ourselves to me, myself, and I. And so yeah. that is where the, the change is. Stop comparing to what other people have done and what you haven't done and try your own path. Do your own way. Just because someone hasn't done it doesn't mean it can't be done. Think of all the most amazing things that have happened in our world. Our cell phones, our you know, computers, our laptops that we carry around with us, uh, rocket ships that go to space, cars. It took the people wild enough and thought, you know, I'm crazy enough to try that and just do it to make it happen. So just because it hasn't been done doesn't mean it can't be done. You may be the person who forges a whole new path for that. So be that person, make your own path, embrace the inner toddler in you and be the best version of you, the one who keeps moving. Yes, I love that. One of my favorite quotes and one that makes it on its rounds on my, on my bathroom mirror. So anybody who listens to my podcast knows that I write on my bathroom mirror like a poor college student. And it's because like I, I need, yes, with dry erase markers. I'm a whiteboard like ad addict. And that wasn't the word I was going to use, but I'll keep it clean. So I'm a whiteboard addict and I um, don't have a whiteboard in my bathroom, but I have two mirrors. And so they become my whiteboard. So one of my favorite quotes that makes its rounds on there is the person who thinks it's impossible shouldn't stop the person doing it. Yes. And I love like that just it's never impossible. It's it's never impossible. So I love it. No, I have to admit something too. I'm a bit of an addict with dry erase markers and whiteboards. So much so I have a drawing table, one of those big drafting tables. Yes. Desk, and I covered it with whiteboard. <laughs> I love it. You're speaking my language, lady. So if you see me writing, I've got my dry erase marker and I'm writing on my desk. I love it. I and love I it. <laughs> <laughs> Bonding moment. Yes. Over office supplies. <laughs> I thought I was Adulting. the only <laughs> I a dry erase marker. Here. I mean, a dry erase board here. My whole desk is one and I've got one behind me over there because I love them and I have like dots of dry erase. And my thought with that is, and, and here's a, a tidbit of information for those of you out there listening, have places where you can write down ideas when they occur. I have a dry erase marker board on my shower 
so that because I think the best in the shower and so and I'll write it down and and I'll just you know flip the board back over you know so I've got a little clamp on the top of my shower that I can move it around but put things where you don't do oh shoot I wish I remembered I had this great idea I've got them everywhere and then if I'm driving around I put it on my phone and then put it on my mirror when I get home so I can remember that's 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 my dream that's what I want that's what I'm doing so maybe I shouldn't tell you this because it might feed your addiction, but have you seen, because this is what I'm going to do when I get my house. Have you seen the paint? You can paint your walls with dry erase board paint. Yes. My issue with that is I live in Colorado and in uh, Colorado, all the walls are bumpy textured. You know, they're that's yes, like stucco style. Yeah. So everything on the inside. So I'd have to smooth my wall to do that. Got it. Yeah. Please, Makes sense. I haven't done it because Makes yeah, sense. I'd be writing all over my walls. <laughs> <laughs> but you know all the things we're told not to do as kids so just say, take embrace the inner toddler <laughs> yes take everything your parents told you not to do as kids throw it out the window and do that now here's the other thing i i want to i want to mention to all of you listening if you're always wondering you know what what am i really good at what what do i want to do what's my pre what's my purpose in this world you want to know how i i i'm going to tell you what do you mean what do you want to know i tell my <laughs> clients what did you get in trouble for in elementary school? What did you get in trouble for? Personally, I got in trouble for talking too much and always being the peacemaker. I was in the middle of every fight trying to stop all fights. So I do, you know, why, why are you angry? Baba? Well, why? You? I mean, that was my whole thing. So when I got older, I thought, well, what am I going to be? I'm either going to be a lawyer or I'm going to be a public speaker. And so I ended up being a public speaker and, and inspiring people to not fight, to find the leadership values in each of them so that they do, they can find the qualities in other people, understand humans and uh, communicate better. And I got in trouble for that all the time. That ended up being my passion. It took me to 45 to find it, but that was my passion. So if you're wondering, start looking, examining about what you got in trouble for as a child. And I can assure you, it was your natural instinct to do what you do. What was it? Now, if it was like, you know, starting fires and, you know, vandalizing things, you might be, fix that one. Look back and say, why do you want to vote? Maybe you're an artist, you know, something <laughs> of that nature. So. Now that I've rambled inconsistently and crazy, tell us about July 1st. <laughs> yes. So thank you so much for um, bringing this up because I am super excited about it. I am starting a mastermind called the Define Your Life Mastermind. And the platform that I stand on with my podcast, with my coaching business is define your best life and have the courage to live it. And honestly, like if you know anything about the human brain, our human brain wants to accomplish what we set out to do, but it cannot accomplish something that you don't define. So real world example that I know that everybody can relate to. Have you ever lost your keys and you need to go find them, but you're not really thinking about your keys. You're thinking about all the crap you have to do and all the stuff you're late for. And you walk past your keys 17 times trying to find them. Like your brain's not focused on finding your keys. Your brain is focused on everything else. So when we start to build our lives, there's a tool called the life wheel that it looks like the best way I can describe it is a trivial pursuit piece with eight or nine different sections in it. And you rate where you are with the spoke of the wheel being zero the outer rim being a 10 and you connect those dots. And that's a representation of how smoothly your life works. And 
inevitably people have stars or they have like a pivot where relationships are and then their career and money's amazing. And we just can't get the traction that we want to get in life. And while everybody says, okay, I need to focus on relationships. That's amazing. But what does a relationship mean to you? Um, I need to focus on my career. That's great. But what does a career mean to you? What does success mean to you? So I take these, these ideas and I put them in a mastermind called the Define Your Life Mastermind. We spend the first little bit of this really getting clear on what you want your life to look like, defining your perfect life. And then I bring in experts who are in all different areas of entrepreneurship, different areas of health, relationships, career, depending on what the goals are of the individuals in the mastermind. And we start to make action steps so that you can not only define your best life, but also have the courage to live it. And I am super, super excited to bring people in because I know that it is going to make a huge impact on people's lives. It's huge. I mean, that, that's, that wheel, I use that in my coaching practice. And the way I say it is, when you build your wheel, will it roll? Yep. If it doesn't roll, that's a bumpy ride. That is the tension you are feeling in your life. And oh, I, I love it. I love that you, you have a mastermind for defining, what, defining your life? Define? Define your life. Yep. Define your life mastermind. And you know, I'm not a life coach, so I'm a success architect. I help people build their best life. I help them design their best life. And then they, I, I support them while they go out and build it. I feel like so much of the misunderstanding in the coaching industry is they think I'm going to hire somebody and I'm automatically going to be successful. Yeah. You said something earlier where you said we have it all within us and every single one of my clients has everything they want within them. My job is to help them find it and figure out what it is and get everybody like the world out of their head what you think your parents want you to do, what you think your friends want you to do. Get that all out of your head and focus on what you want out of life. So I, that's why I brand myself as a success architect. I help people build their best lives and then go and have the courage to live it. And I just, I love what I do. Well, and I, and I, and I always say, I am not a life coach. I am not there to drag you every morning out of your bed to go do what you need to do. I'm a communications coach. And they do, what the heck? I help you. I help my clients communicate better with themselves inside of their heads so that they can communicate outwardly the way they want to. And see, what people don't realize is when they um, are out talking, let's say to anybody about their business, whatever it is, if their inner critic or their voices inside of their head don't believe what they're saying, at an instinctual level, at an animalistic level, the other person doesn't trust you. A 100%. They can feel it and they don't understand it. And so what I do is I train that connection, connection with your mind to yourself so that you can project out what you really want. And so my, my three second thing is I guide others to remove their veil of their, in, their perceived inadequacies so that they can be the best versions of them. I love it. I love it. And I'm glad that you brought that up because the reason that like I, I have zero desire to be a life coach. Like to be completely honest, I have zero desire to dig into your drama and all of the crap that's going on in your, in, in your life. However, I know that you cannot have a successful business. You cannot feel successful in your life if there is an area of your life that is severely lacking. So in order for me to help you 
be successful and feel successful and be happy with your life, we have to talk about those other areas. So for that person out there that's saying, I don't really need to focus on my spirituality. I don't need to focus on relationships. Like I promise you, you do. At least enough to define them and know your relationship with them. And spirituality is probably the hardest because that's the thing that nobody wants to touch. Yeah. Here's the thing that you have a spiritual relationship with something. I'm not going to tell you what it should be. Even if you're an atheist, you have a spiritual relationship with something. So we get to define what that is for you and you individually so that you can then stop having that hang over your head or impact what you do because everything impacts how you act, whether you want it to or not, you can't ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm not. Sorry. I got a little passionate off my no, soapbox. No, you're, you're speaking Sorry. My, my language. <laughs> you're speaking my language because it's like, you've got to get And That's why the whole thing is get out of your own way. That's why I wrote the book. It's not luck. It's hard work. It is work that you must be very focused on. You have to be purposeful in it. You have to be intentional in your movements. And so when you see people who are really successful and people do, wow, they're, they're really full of themselves. They really, you know, they think they know everything. No, we're all fighting our own little demons, but we understand where they're coming from and we can rail them in. Do no, 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 no. Remember when I was a kid and I, I went down that big slide? No, I'm not afraid of that. Okay, what about that big bully? No, that big, oh no, I'm not afraid of that. Remember that day when you were seven and that, bull, that person came up to you and you said no? Oh wait, I've done this. And so basically we're really good at rationalizing with our past, no, I already did this. And so that's that confidence. The confidence comes from been there, did that. And it doesn't have to be the big thing in front of us, but we have a relationship or a, a a way to relate it in our minds for another subject. And do you know what? Flip it. I got this. I can do this. I did that. I can do this. And that is when, when you see people who are successful, you do, dang, they own the room. No, they own them. Yeah. And I'll also say that like people show up confident because they acknowledge that they really know very little about anything and they want to soak up everything. There's something freeing about acknowledging that you don't know everything. Yeah. And so Knowledge when you have false. that person, yeah. So when you have that person that says, oh my gosh, look at that person. They think they know everything. First of all, I'm going to ask you to get very curious about what it is about you that causes that person to make you uncomfortable because you're, you're seeing an action in them that either you wish you had or you don't like that you do, and you're seeing that reflection. So, um, but, but that person that shows up and walks into a room and owns it, doesn't own that room because they know everything. They own that room because they know what they know, they know what they're good at, and they acknowledge what they're not good at, and they can show up completely authentically in that space share their knowledge, soak up what they don't know, and they are completely okay being imperfect. Yeah. That's what makes somebody feel confident and look confident and, and exude that I need to know that person energy. Yeah, because it's like, don't pretend if you don't know. Just say, hmm, I don't know that. I'll check into that yeah. and I'll get back to you. It's so simple. And the other thing that I always tell people, you know, I'm a speaker, so I go into big rooms and people do, oh my gosh, she's a speaker. And I do, no, 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 no. My thing is, no one is better than anyone. No one's better, no one's worse. We are all exactly the same. We are just different. 
And I know that sounds good. We're the same. I, we're all on the same path of life. Some of us are just on different mile markers. So, I mean, it doesn't matter. Or the other thing I keep running into is when you meet someone who's older, you do, oh, they're wiser than me. No, not necessarily. I mean, I've met some pretty, really amazingly wise people who are way younger than me. And it's like, it doesn't matter age. Age does not matter. Wisdom is people embrace who they are from the inside and pull that inner person out. Because I'm telling you, my most enlightening times, I'm going to call my friend out. His name is Nathan Cook. I met him at at a retreat. And he and I are singing, we're having a great time. We were, we were like, we were partnered together. So we're talking deep thoughts about, you know, what we want to be when we grow up or whatever it was at the time. And we have a fabulous conversation. And at one moment he says, how old, how old are you? And I said, 48. And he went, oh, I said, what? He says, you're the same age as my mom. And I, <laughs> I said, what? how old are you? He's like, oh, I'm 21. I'm you're the same age as my daughter. <laughs> I was like, all this wisdom I was getting from this younger guy. And I could have been his mom. And so even to this day, he and I are very good friends because we mesh very well on our intellectual sides. We, we can fill the other person when the other one's lost. And so don't look at age, people. Look at their hearts. Look at their minds and look at how they experience life because it's magical magical. Agreed. And one of the, I mean, when we're talking about age, it's never too late. So don't think, oh my gosh, like I'm in my 50s, 60s and I can't change because you always can. But when I first started my journey, um, one of the first things I was taught, and it's probably one of the most valuable pieces of information I've ever been told, is that the four most dangerous words in the English language are, I already know that. Because your brain, when you go into something thinking, I already know this, like I go into every attorney conference that I have knowing like that I'm going to learn something. Because if I go in saying, I already know that, your brain shuts off. It's just, you can't stop it. It's biological and psychological. If you say, I already know that, you're done listening. Going into every single interaction you have, regardless, you could be the highest expert on this topic and somebody can still teach you something. So going into it, knowing that you have something to learn is the most valuable thing you can do in every experience you're in. Be an open book. It, it, Amber, that was, that's beautiful. Cause yes, be an open book and it's never too late. So if you're out there listening, my whole life shifted in 2014. Okay. I I was in a car accident. I lost all my memories and I had to rebuild who I am. I had to remember, find my family again in my mind. I mean, I rebuilt at the age of 40, how old am I now? I'm 51. (laughs) In my late forties. And so if you think of anybody in the, who like Oprah, any of those, they didn't start their real career until their fifties. So those of you who are in your twenties and thirties and you're already on your path, good on you. I can't wait to see what you grow into. Yeah, and, and I do want to stress, because this is something I really struggled with, is I had spent so much time and effort and energy and money and education in becoming an attorney. And when I realized that this was not the end-all, be-all of who I was and what I wanted to do, I really had an identity crisis with 
trying to shift into a different area. And it took a lot of work on the part of my coach, tears on my part, and a whole lot of uncomfortable conversations for me to find that balance that I finally have of how to balance my legal career and how to share this message with the world and balance a coaching career. So for the person who has it figured out when you're 20, that's amazing, but give yourself permission to grow. Give yourself permission to change because what you want when you're 20 might not be what you want when you're 30 or 40, and that's entirely okay. Um, the, the things, even if I walked away from practicing law right now, the things that I have learned through my career have prepared me for whatever is in front of me. So it has not been wasted time. And that's what I just wish people would understand. I meet so many people that feel like they are stuck in the place that they're at in their life because they've worked so hard to get there. And walking away means that it's wasted time. It is never wasted time. You take the knowledge and the lessons and the opportunities that you had and you turn them into something better. So just, just keep that in mind as you grow. Give yourself permission to change. Yeah, give yourself wiggle room. Now, here's, here's an example. I, I'm an engineer by degree. That's a lot of money, a lot of study hours. I got married. To stay relevant as an engineer, you must stay in the field. I got married to a military man. We moved overseas. I started having babies. I was out of that, that loop of engineering for four years. I am irrelevant. So I lost my identity. Who am I? I'm an engineer. No, I'm not. So I went and got another degree in marketing. What am I going to do? I'm in Germany. Uh, I don't speak German fluent enough to be a marketing person there. I, and then, so I'm like, okay, then I'm a mom. Well, you do know mom never ends, right? It, it never ends. So I became a mom and I'm sitting there doing, okay, so is that my identity? Is that what I went to all that schooling for? I wasted all my education. What am I doing? No, I'm a teacher to my children. And so when my children grew up and I'm like, well, when they move out, what am I going to do? Uh, who am I? What am I going to be? And I'm like, okay, I need to shape, ship the world, uh, fix the world for my children. What am I gonna, I'm going to go into politics. Why? I don't know. <laughs> First, I was an auctioneer because I, was, I talk really fast. I thought that was a good place. And then I thought, oh, I'll change the world for my children. I'll, I'll go into politics and write for politicians. And so I went into that. And then I realized, who am I? And then I got hit by a car and lost everything. And so what's amazing about all this, and there is a point to all this, all of that education, all that background, I'm a quality systems manager, I have a master's in that. So I've got a lot of background in numbers and systems management and building and structures. And guess what I use with my people and my clients and my, my rooms when I speak to? I use my engineering principles. It's that whole flexing that, that plus or minus variances. I'm using math in my head when I'm talking to crowds. Everything has its place in what I do now as a 51 year old, as an international speaker. You've got to realize nothing happens in your life just because everything happens for you to learn from it and hold on to it and apply it into something else and grow into something else. And that is the magic of life. So if you are, like Amber said, in your 18s or 20s and you know exactly what you want, great. But give yourself wiggle room because life happens. Nothing's a waste. Adjust, set your sails again, and keep going because. Oh, life is such a ride. Isn't it though? I mean, sometimes it sounds like a roller or feels like a roller coaster without a seatbelt, but it's definitely a ride. <laughs> a 
gonna say mine's mine's definitely a roller coaster with the twisties that go upside down yes because i've been holding on pretty tight <laughs> Amber, so on july 1st if they would like to when they want to sign up do they just go to the www.morethancorporate.com site yes so they can go to morethancorporate.com there is a contact me um button i do have a landing page that has the opportunity to um, purchase on it and I can send that to you. However, I want to make sure that the people that are coming into this mastermind, that this is a good fit for them. And yeah. so I love the opportunity to jump on a call with them and just make sure that I'm the right person to be working with them as well as they're a good fit for the mastermind. Because I, I feel like there's so many opportunities out there and my main goal is like, I'm not for everyone. And I understand that. And I have a wide range of coaches as well that if you're looking for something, you know, I'm, I don't, I told you, I don't like drama. I don't like trauma. I don't like life. And sometimes I'm not the most nurturing person in the world. So if you need that spiritual loving, like, um, nurturer, I have great friends that will be a coach for you. I'm not sure I'm your person. So um, Amber, I just want to. <laughs> Sorry, <Are you> laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing because we we really need to get to know each other better. Because my coaching <laughs> clients, they say you're so sweet and, and nice on all your live broadcasts and your podcasts, and you're just so sweet and you you're like the nice auntie. And then when I hired you, you're like the no shit coach. Yes. <laughs> See? I mean, like I not tolerate BS, either do or do not get up. Yes. And I mean, I can tap into that nurturing when I need to, to help someone get to where they need to go. But there are people who just connect with individuals who, you know, watch the stars and map their dreams. And that's just not me. And I'm okay with that. I, my goal, my number one goal in life is that you get in touch with the coach that you need to change your life. And if I'm not that person, then I'm totally okay with that. Let's Find jump on a call, person. have a conversation, figure out if we're a good fit to work together and then get you into the mastermind. It's a low investment mastermind because I wanted this to be an opportunity for people to really get their feet wet in this idea of defining your life. Just because it's low investment doesn't mean that it should be taken on without a true consideration of whether it's the right fit for you. So let's talk about that and figure it out. So there is a contact me section on morethancorporate.com, or they can also email me at amber at amberferman.com. Okay, that's easy. <laughs> and I'll put that in the thing, in the, uh, the description, description too, because... Not everyone's the same fit. And I love that you have a, a connect with me. So let us, let's talk a little bit. I do the same thing with my clients. I won't take everybody. It's just sometimes, if you're going to be with me and you need to stay with me for a year or two years and you still haven't grown, you're in the wrong place. If with me, if you haven't moved or shown a growth in two months, I'm going to let you go. Yeah. So you can go find someone else. And I will connect you to other coaches because the whole purpose about being in this realm at all is to watch and help guide people to grow to the, be the best versions of them, to, to, to find their success and be the, you know, live their best life. And if it's not, if I can't help you, then let's get you to someone who can help you because life's too short to be dragging your feet, get moving. And so I am so glad, Amber, that you came onto the show. Is there anything you'd like to share one last bit of, um, of wisdom from Amber? Um, well, what I'll say, first of all, is I'll, 
We'll send you the landing page link so that you can put that in this because it does have a great description of what the thing, what the opportunity is about. And there's also a contact me section on that as well. So they can book a call with me. Um, so I appreciate the opportunity to talk about that. Thank you so much. And I just wanted to say, I love what you're doing here. I think that you're spreading an amazing message and just wanted to define every, or to remind everybody that they have the opportunity to define your best life and you owe it to yourself to go out and live it. Staying small doesn't serve anybody. You have gifts in the world that are meant to be shared and we get the opportunity to uncover those. Thank you so much, Amber. For those of you who have just caught the very end of this, we are talking to Amber Furman, and she is from Success Development Solutions. You can find that at www.morethancorporate.com. At the descriptions, I'll have all the landing pages and everything else, but listen in, and if you are watching, thank you for watching. Please like, subscribe, share, whatever you wanna do. Please do that, because someone needs to hear this message. And then the second, if you are only audio listening on um, Spotify or uh, Apple, iTunes, whatever you're on, great. Please like, share, because again, someone is listening and waiting for this message to be heard, and they need to get onto this platform with Amber on July 1st. So we've got to get this podcast live and out so that more people can hear it sooner. So be the best version of you, everyone. Thank you for watching Mental Shift. My name is Michelle Moross. Please connect with me on www.michellemoross.com. And um, thank you for being here. Until next time, everyone, have a fabulous week.